0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Each day this week, we'll be celebrating some of the best SMEs that the country has to offer. It's with thanks to on Post Commerce, proud to help SMEs to grow and succeed. Joining me now is Ruth DC from Bear Market Coffee, which started with a single kiosk in Blackrock County, Dublin, but has blossomed into seven shops and opened a roastery and survived the forced lockdowns, which nearly wiped out many other companies. Good morning, Ruth.
1: Hi, good morning, Jo.
0: First of all, well done. You survived lockdowns and the pandemic. Not everybody did, uh, but you guys did.
1: Oh, Absolutely. It was a huge challenge for our business. I think the industry as a whole, the industry of um, coffee and food, it was very tricky throughout COVID. But thankfully, um, we put our heads down. We were had a lot of creative thinking, a lot of different things happening throughout COVID to keep us going. And we're still here to tell our story.
0: Now, there's a lot of accidental entrepreneurs out there, Ruth, people that kind of start by doing something kind of as a hobby, but it morphs into something much bigger. Is that how you guys started in 2009?
1: Yeah, that was exactly it. Both myself and Stephen, who's my business partner, we uh, both qualified as architects back in 2009. Um, And we kind of came out. It was the recession. We just couldn't get jobs. Um, and at the time, we were doing something to bring in a bit of rent to, to keep ourselves going. Um, and we started with our coffee kiosk in Black Rock. Um, it was more, I suppose, of a hobby, something to do. And we just turned out that we really, really enjoyed it. And throughout the time, we did that for a few months. And um, throughout that time, we realized there was a huge gap in the market, um, in the coffee market. Like at the time, there was only really the big chains. Um, and they were serving the really dark, roasted, robusta coffee. And we just saw that clients were really, really into what we were serving. So at the time it was 100% Uh, Arabica. what what were
0: you serving? So you're serving slightly milder coffee, is it?
1: It's a different coffee variety. So there's Robusta and there's Arabica beans. And the Robusta is, it's grown much lower. It's just a completely different quality bean. Um, Arabica bean is a really fine quality coffee. It's it's picked throughout the world, but it's the top end of coffee. Um, And that kind of just didn't exist in the country. And there was just a few, a few of us at the time. A few, I think there was only about two or three of us serving it at the time. The specialty coffee, and it's also the way you prepare the drinks. So, for example, like we weigh all our coffee shots before it goes into the machine, and I suppose clients had never seen that. So when they saw us with the weighing scales, <laughs> they thought this was kind of a bit mad. But then they could really taste the difference, um, and it's funny at the time as well. Like the, the industry has come so so far. But at the time, like we had um, flat whites and cortados, macchiatos, all that on the menu, and they weren't in Ireland either. So you'd get people coming in, and it was a great talking point because they'd be like, "Oh, what's a flat white?" or "What's a cortado?" and you could explain the whole um, way you prepare the drink. What is
0: what is a cortado? <laughs> I, I <laughs> two. Um, it's
1: a it's a Spanish word, but it's half, So it's basically half, exactly half and half. So if you have a double shot of espresso, it's the exact same amount of just creamy milk on top. So it's a very, very short, small drink, uh, but just like a little splash of milk on top of your um, espresso.
0: All right. Now, uh, coffee consumption in Ireland has gone mad. I've been away for a few years and come back to coffee shops Uh everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And Uh I wonder why that is. Why do Irish people who are traditionally the biggest tea drinkers on the planet suddenly want their coffee?
1: I think it's more a focus on um, community, getting out of the house and meeting friends. Like we really, really noticed that in our first store in Black Rock because obviously it's a community store. Um, So when we first opened, you know, it wasn't as busy as it is today and people were kind of dripping in and we were sitting down and we were talking to them. But over the years, everyone used to say, I'm so glad Bear Market has come to Black Rock. You guys are, you know, the core of the village. Um, the village was quite sad at the time, just you know, coming through the recession, there was a lot of empty, empty businesses um, and everyone was always so thankful. They always say that you know, we kind of changed the vibe of the, of the town um, and it would have been hopping like any day, especially at the weekends. You'd go in, it's a very small property, we don't have many seats at all, uh, so we just have everyone hoarding in, everyone standing around chatting and it was like a, a daytime pub. So we'd have all the people coming down. Ah, so their like going whatever. for a
0: pint with <laughs> yeah, without, they, without the alcohol. Uh, yeah. So can exactly. you tell us what's it? you've grown to is it seven stores now, Ruth?
1: We've seven stores now. So we actually just opened. Our what's, it, seventh what's it like?
0: Store. What's it like? What's it like hiring and retaining staff these days?
1: Yeah, that has been a huge challenge for us, especially since COVID. So we lost a lot of our key members of staff throughout COVID because our city centre stores, especially, they were closed for the whole time. Like They were nearly closed for two years. So, you know, we had lost huge influx of our staff. Um, and hiring is a massive challenge, just trying to get the right people, the training that we need. And um, so we've really had to think outside the box on, on how we do that. And because we had to open all our stores together once the, the restrictions were lifted. We needed so many team members at the same time. We needed managers and it was it was so tricky. Um, I suppose what we've done is we've bought the training in-house, so we train everyone in-house now. So we don't need anyone with barista standards Um, so we can take anyone that's local or anyone who can get to the store with the right attitude for customer service and then we'll train the barista standards so we can train from a level one all the way up to a level four Um, it gives great kind of uh, career possibilities to our staff and also thankfully we've great retention always have done in bear market so you know if we get someone who starts with a company they'll usually stay with us for a few years so we don't have the same churn as probably the industry norms.
0: And you have to be very aware of uh, wages, inflation, i.e. making sure that staff get the money before they even ask for it.
1: Exactly. No, there has been huge pressure on wages. And that's something, again, we've had to tackle. Um, And again, through the training programme, that's how we, we kind of went about it. We kind of said if people are upskilling, if they're learning more, if they're staying with us, that's a way of increasing their wages. So, you know, when they start as just customer service, they're on a the starting wage. And then as they develop into a, full, a full-time full barista, then a level two, they can move into assistant manager or manager, obviously their, their wages go up. So we have a tiered structure in the company and that gets people on a very, very good competitive wage.
0: Right. And in uh, in inflation, in terms of coffee beans, I I, I follow the commodity markets and nearly all commodities have soared in value, which must affect your core component.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, the coffee beans, especially the green beans, we've only been roasting two years. So we opened our roastery throughout COVID. And in that time, the green beans have gone up 50 percent and so an absolutely huge yeah huge increase and that's just the raw product then we have to ship it (laughs) so the shipping costs have i think it was 600 euro for container and now it's three euro and so we've really had to think again kind of how to get our coffee into ireland and so you know we can share containers with other with other um people in the business and you really just have to kind of think of all the ways you can keep your margin solid without increasing your prices all the time on your customers so it's always that challenge watching the margin Can't and not, yet moving your prices no. every few months.
0: Well, listen, you've given us a lovely insight into your business, and we really appreciate it, Ruth. That's Ruth DC there from Bear Market Coffee, and we'll have another SME in our series with On Post Commerce tomorrow. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.